0: Welcome to the Mediumship Sisters podcast. Follow our evolution as we explore spirit, share stories and teachings in our soul's path. We are your hosts Sierra,
1: Emily, Mariana, and Paige. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to season three, episode nine already. Oh my goodness. We are going to be talking today about sort of coming out of the intuition woo-woo closet to your family. This is the difficulties we face when we decide we want to share with the ones we love, uh, what it is exactly we're going through, because this can feel very isolating. It can feel a little bit like you might be going crazy. (laughs) All of those things come to mind. And then sharing with your family can either go really well or sometimes can leave you feeling even more misunderstood. So we wanted to share today our experiences with coming out of the witch closet and the intuition uh, mediumship closet, but how we have um, sort of navigated that path. And ladies, I know we all have very different stories when it comes to this. Who wants to go first today? Miss Sierra, do you want to go first? Sure.
2: I'll start. You're going to have to excuse me with my sexy 1-800 voice. <laughs> I'm uh, getting it's over lovely. a lovely cold. Um, <clears throat> so it's interesting, this topic, because as we were talking about it, I I never really had to come out of the closet to my family because... My, my immediate family. So my mom, cause I saw stuff when I was a kid. And then when my mom met my stepdad, I saw my, my little brother, who was to be my little brother's spirit of this boy with my parents, um, and came running in and told them there was a little boy sitting with them. And they were just like, what are you talking about? He was like, Whoa, what's happening? Your kid's a bit weird. My mom was <laughs> like, Oh yeah, it's all good. Like <laughs> she sees things that you say to somebody. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that kind of stuff not so much, but I do find it. The part for me was my ex, my ex-husband's family was really interesting. So I'll get into that. Cause it, it's much more controversial than my family. My mom knows everything. She knows that I'm a medium. She knows that I've been very intuitive my whole life. I've seen spirits my whole life. And that's and totally how closer.
1: wonderful that she supported you through that, like as a child totally. and didn't yeah. shut you down. And- yeah. Yeah
2: we did some weird stuff when I was a kid she was never a hippie but we did like different like retreats where you know I walked on hot coals and I did all sorts of things um you know it was very much listen to your heart and and you know lead your path that way which was great um and I think that when I did finally was like okay I'm gonna get into this mediumship thing it kept coming back to me kept coming back to me um, I suppressed it for many years because it did freak people out partners that I had. <clears throat> and, um, so I just like, okay, well, that's not who I am. I guess I'm just going to move on until you realize that, okay, you can't run away from who you are forever. Um, and it's interesting. So I made my Instagram account <clears throat> a few years ago for mediumship and this is where it all freaking kicked off. Right. So go sideways, right. <laughs> here we go. I'm going to go out into the world. I'm going to tell everybody I'm a medium <laughs> and, um, my ex and I had split, and and his uh, my my mother in law, his stepmother, got a hold of me and was like, "Are you okay? I saw this page, and it's what are you doing? Have you lost it?" Like she was really concerned that I was losing my mind, and I was like, "No, I've always been like this. Like I've always had this. This is who I am. I've been in the development circle for a number of years now." And you know what? It's nothing to be afraid of. And if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to talk to me about it. Um, you know, and I asked her to keep and not to say anything to him about it because I wanted to talk to him directly about it. My ex and, and he always knew the things that I, he knew as a kid, I saw things he knew that I walked on hot coals, like he knew who I was, our entire relationship, <clears throat> but I don't know, decided to suppress it. So then eventually she did tell him him and his mom, I guess, decided to tell him that I was doing this mediumship thing and she's lost her mind. And, um, and his reaction, cause we do have children together. His reaction was crazy. Like he just lost it. He doesn't believe in life after death. He never has. He just thinks this is it. And we're done like, I, no offense, but come on, dude. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, and you know, that's fine. If that's what you believe Then that's what you believe. And maybe he will just turn into dirt when he's done this lifetime. I don't know um, you know, but the experiences that I've had are, you know, intense and real. And we know that there's all this energy on the other side. And so when he approached me, it was, he called me a liar and he told me that I was, um, you know, I'm lying to people. You pretend to talk to dead people. How could you do this? Um, what's going to happen to our children? They're going to get harassed in school because you do this. Like, it was the biggest ball of shame that was thrown at me. And I was just like, what? Like, really, you actually think our kids are going to get harassed because I'm a medium? Like, what? Um, Which is the opposite of what's happened, actually. My children say, oh, yeah, my mom is a medium. Well, what's that? Oh, she talks to deaf that people. That's so cool. Can you, do that yeah. for me? you know, right. kids are totally different. Like, they just yeah. think it's the greatest thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Anyway, so that was something, I guess, I've had to work through over the last few years is just like, how can I do this? How am I going to see be seen in the justice system, which is a bigger, you know, question. Um, Mm -hmm. because you know, it's still, I think it feels still much like that, witch being burned at the stake, like these past life traumas that are stuck in you a bit like, Oh God, if I like, if I have to go into a courtroom and argue, am I going to, are they going to say you're crazy? And I'm like, and I finally, you know, up until only a th- like a few weeks ago was like, hold on a second. Like, I know I'm not crazy. So why am I so concerned about what this other person thinks? Because I never really have been like, I mean, everybody knows I go in and I'm not afraid of it. And everybody's was like, this is weird. Like, what's with you, Sierra? Um, however, this situation, because it's attached to my children, um, was very different. And um, I was just like, no, you know what? I know through, you know, all of the training and the, you know, all of the sitting in the power and all the readings that I've done, that I truly am a medium and I truly am intuitive. And this is who I am. And it's okay to be who I am.
0: Um,
2: that when eventually I do have to sit in front of a judge and argue about, you know, whatever it may be in the situation of separation and divorce is that I am who I am and I will go in with my energy and I will be my truest self and whoever is in front of me will see my truest self and that's okay. You know, I, you know, I'm very stable. I'm not crazy. Um, and that just takes, I guess, a confidence and understanding that you need to know that it's all good and it, it, it is all good. You're not, you're not losing it. Like there's lots of stuff out there. We all know. Um, so I think it's important. There's, there's still people I don't talk to about it. Mm-hmm. I have friends that have no idea, I don't think. I've never even really brought it up. Um, it's not their thing. Like, it's just not in their wheelhouse. And intuitively, you're in a conversation. It's not like I'm just going to throw it in the middle of a conversation about someone talking. Hey, by the way, did I tell you? Um, I docked dead people. Like, I'm a medium. What? Huh? No. Like, that's not really how it rolls. You don't like, just
0: throw it in there.
2: No. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. Yeah. I think even my, my mom and my stepdad. And so he knew when I was little and then years went past, he was super skeptical. Like didn't believe in it, didn't believe in it, didn't believe in it it, until my brother passed. And there were some amazing things, total different episode about what happened during my brother's funeral, which was just so awesome. Mm -hmm. And my dad's like, okay, that's it. I fully believe like, this is ridiculous. The stuff (laughs) that happened was so good. And I was like, thank you. Like, you know, and And now he's, he accepts it. Like he knows like, okay, yeah, this is, you know, this is part of who she is. And not like we sit down and have full conversations. We still sit around watching stupid comedy shows together and there's other (laughs) things to discuss. Right. But he knows that's who I am. And he, you know, he still loves me. Yeah.
1: I love that. Your story is truly the testament, right? Of believing your own reality, believing what you've witnessed, what you've seen, who you've helped, all of those things and saying take it or leave it i'm sorry and letting that judgment fall away at the door and not having it come in and and question yourself and question your abilities i think you're so fortunate to have had um somebody to talk to as you grew up because sometimes what happens in a family you don't have that as a child and it can leave you feeling very confused even as an adult (laughs) even more so maybe
2: right yeah yeah When I think too, joining, I mean, we all met Mm -hmm. for the sake that I was like, I need a village of people who are doing the same thing that I am. I needed to have a village to understand and have conversations where we could talk about this openly and understand what each other was trying to say and talk about, right? Because if you don't have that, it can be very lonely, Mm -hmm. You know, so I highly recommend that if you're, no matter what age you are, just find a development circle, a medium shift development circle and join so that you start to like, it just starts to feel more normal. And I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast too, is we want you to make it feel like it's more normal because it, it is, and it's good. It's a yeah. positive things though. Yeah. So. I feel like
0: Sierra is always so inspiring and um, courageous in her being I think it inspires all of us because we are the the other three of us are a little bit more shy or a little bit at least I feel like we are (laughs) Um, and she always kind of like inspires us because she just goes for it and um, it's we can see that and we love that so um, yeah thank you. (laughs)
1: All right, Miss Page. How about your story?
0: Oh goodness. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I've always been considered like sensitive or emotional, but I'm also a Scorpio and a Sun and a Cancer Moon. So you know, all the water feels. Yeah, I am a Sag Rising, which I love my Sag because it gets you know gets me moving, keeps me motivated, in learning and expanding and expressing myself in that way. But so I think I've always been like a sensitive person. So, you know, um, my mom and just my family in general kind of knew, okay, Paige is a little bit more sensitive to things that are going around. We had a lot of deaths in our family. So that brought up a lot each time for me. Um, but I, you know, at, in a younger, my younger self, I didn't understand and I didn't have these kind of open conversations, mediumship wasn't really talked about. I think when I was growing up, there was like 13 channels on TV. <laughs> and on a the good first day. two were like Catholic <laughs> TV and the other one was like PBS. And then, yeah. Bonanza and, we, and MASH. Yeah. Right. You know, and I remember, I think like on was it like Phil Donahue, which I'm really, into, yeah. but um, I like to talk about that. Yeah. I'm older, <laughs> yeah. but like Phil Donahue, I think had like Sylvia Brown or mm-hmm. like, um, Mm -hmm. um what was the other I want or Shirley MacLaine that was um just because they talked about psychic abilities they talked about a different world that like I related to I was like oh yeah like I feel people's energy and that kind of thing so I didn't really have I had friends when I was younger um that I could talk to about stuff but not someone exactly like me and maybe someone that maybe it was, it was hard. It wasn't talked about. It wasn't normal. It wasn't in the everyday. I feel like now if I was a younger person, it's so much more accepting just to be who you are, regardless of what you are. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like people just are more accepting and there wasn't like this box. Like there was like a box when I was younger that you kind of had to fit into. And I feel like the boxes now are like humongous and there's not, you know, it's it's kind of a little bit more flowing people you know are more open with their gender they're more open with their um expressing their art their culture their mixing of religion and spirituality there's not like you don't have to be one way which I really appreciate um so I want to say in 2020 is like when you know when we were all in the lockdown is kind of like right before that Probably like the year, like six months before that, I started doing like a lot of energy work, and then I started doing my Reiki uh, practitioner um, and teacher um, workshop. Then I started doing my mediumship, and things just kind of opened up. and And when I was younger, I would know things, and people would just laugh it off and be like, "Oh, she knows stuff. She's psychic," you know, and joke it. But like, yeah, like you know, and I wasn't always like right on. I wasn't always tuned in. I didn't have the discipline to tune in and tune out or to understand that because now I can see that you can tune in when you want to tune in and you can Mm -hmm. most of the time block it. If you, you know, (laughs) obviously it's not a hundred percent, but you know, you can kind of like pick and choose when you want to be open and when you're not. And I think then I didn't really know. I would just randomly know things about people or feel things. And I didn't have a structure of how to work it. Um, but that's what mediumship development is or psychic development. It kind of gives you the tools so that you can, um, understand your process, your energy, that kind of thing. And so when I was opening up and I was talking to my husband and my husband knows, you know, like I would know things and he knows that, and he knows that I can like see someone and know medically like stuff that's going on. And I've always kind of been like that for a long time. You know if some if i can feel like if someone's really struggling it's usually um you know um you know and the medical stuff is unfortunately it's like typically like if something bad's going on i can sense what's going on if i meet someone or i try to tune that out now because i don't want to be in everyone's business but at that time like before i was really practicing Um, I would just like know things and it's kind of crazy. And you feel like, okay, why do I know this person is a drug addict? Why am I getting told this? You know, why am I even thinking about this? Like, is that person talking to me or is their soul talking to me? So it's like a lot of like weird things. It's really hard to kind of figure it out. So I think when I started opening up and doing my development in my mediumship and my Reiki, it gave me permission to like practice on people. It gave me permission, like, I've talked about this before. I I, I used myself like a science project. So I recorded everything, um, like my stuff, the feedback. And then I kept it in a notebook so that I could like show people. I showed my daughter quite a few of them um, just because I wanted her to understand like what I was trying to explain to her, like how I see things and how I feel and that kind of thing. And my daughter's 17. Um, so my daughter is very accepting of everything. She thinks it's cool, but it did take me a little while. Like, you know, we're big Star Wars fans and, you know, like we always joke about that we have Jedi powers basically. So that's kind of how I broke the ice, you know, Mm -hmm. like, okay, we're all Jedis and we are, you know, with the light and we are um you know we're not the dark side and we're we would play it off like that like and now I'll even say like are you going to use your superpowers today like you know in school and or in a game or whatever and I kind of like try to talk about it like that um that you do have the ability to do that stuff but you know like my brother doesn't want to hear about it um, even though my brother's very intuitive as well. He blocks it out. He's a scientist. He works for NASA. Um, my mom is very open to it, though she didn't really embrace all of her gifts, but she you know, has premonitions and that kind of thing. And she was open, but they talked about it more of like sensitive when I was younger. Um, my husband, um, after I kind of, he doesn't always want to hear about it. <laughs> I feel like he's more he wishes he had more time to do his own thing and he's so busy with all his work and everything so he he's very intuitive as well like we all have these gifts and whether we kind of acknowledge them or not um yeah and we can develop them with practice and you know intention um but we're all born naturally this way i wish it was more of a conversation about making it more. you know that that it is more in everyday talk and family talk and stuff like that that we could actually um I think it's getting there you know like obviously more but um it, it it was it's more frightening for me to talk about like my family's not a big deal my husband actually tells everyone which I'm like why are you doing that like because I I'm very private but my, my husband's like a Libra Aquarius Virgo so he's like <laughs> out there, very social and everything. He'll be like, Oh, well, Paige, Paige does mediumship and she does Reiki and she does this. And she took, so he told my father-in-law, my mother-in-law and um, pe- now people at our store, he'll just like randomly tell them. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So I guess he's my, he's breaking the ice for me <laughs> everywhere. And then I yeah. can
1: just be myself, which I guess I should have. Well, just cause I remember when it. you were coming out with your podcast and yes, like and a I few can... people in town had started to hear and you're down and you're like, yeah. ah, it's out. Oh my God. It's out.
0: Yeah. Like that was, yeah, I was going to say real quick that now my, my son, my son's, 15, 16, like he's in a sophomore. So like some of his friends are still starting to drive and stuff like that. And so, um, and my daughter's 17. So they all know each other at school. We have a very small school. And so they're like, so the other day Shayla was, uh, someone was talking about like staying in a haunted house or whatever. And Shayla's like, I'm not afraid of anything because my mom's a medium and all that stuff is not really real. So I can deal with it. I mean, it's real, but you don't have to be afraid of ghosts. You know what I mean? Right." And they're like, oh, your mom's a medium? That's so cool. And then another girl's like, yeah, her mom has a podcast. And I was <laughs> so like, oh, so now I have like, you know, 15, 16, 17 year olds listening to okay. the podcast. Groupies, um, and yeah, and they're totally fine. They're like psyched that I think things are, t- you know, it gives people a different perspective. Like, I'm not just, you know, a nine to five cupcake maker, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, I can make cupcakes, but, um, <laughs> typically they're healthy, which is so my kids are tortured by my, um, healthy snacks, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like making it more normal. And, he, and my friends are like, Hey, do you have a podcast? What do you mean? You're shy. You talk all the time. Mm-hmm. You're like, you do YouTube videos. You do stuff on Instagram. What do you mean you're shy? But like, I am shy. I don't just mm-hmm. like come out in a room and be like, Hey everyone, I'm a medium and I talk to dead people and
2: yeah, like
0: I don't do that,
2: (laughs) you know? Yeah, but I'm not shy and I don't do that either.
0: (laughs) I think my husband (laughs) husband does it for me, I guess. I I guess, you know, I I did have one experience lately that I just wanted to mention. I know I've been blabbing, so I'm sorry, but um, I have a friend, acquaintance kind of friend that my kids, my son plays baseball with her sons and she has a podcast and she has um, a big following. And I mentioned to her that I've been doing mediumship and she's very Catholic. Um, She's actually in the whole cat. She's written books for the Catholic church and everything like that. So, but we are really friends and I really like her vibe. She's, you know, religious and, and thinks of God and, and praise and all that stuff, which is very similar to how I act and do and be. It's just, I don't, follow the, 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 the ways of the church necessarily, um, at all. Um, but I like their morals. Um, so, um, yeah. So I said to her, I have a podcast and, um, yeah, I do mediumship. And she was like, what's mediumship? And I'm like talking, like basically talking like you're talking to God or asking for assistance. It's very similar to what like Jesus was or Moses, right? Like you feel like if you go back into the church, that's kind of they were hearing the voice of God or or the higher source or the one source and, and giving um. Advice and um, healing to a lot of people is basically what we do, and she was like, interesting. And she didn't like poo poo me, and I haven't seen her since. But I'm gonna see her probably this week, and I'm just curious if she'll be like, come over to me and say anything, yeah. um, because she was very kind and listened to me. And I was like, why am I even talking to her about this? Like it just like because she's like, what are you up to? Are you doing healing work? Because she knew that I was doing Reiki and all of it. And I was like, yeah, actually, and I've been doing a lot of mediumship. And she was like, oh. Um, so it's more accepted, I think, than we actually expect it to be in our, fears, uh, yeah. our fears are our own judgment of ourselves mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah.
1: So I think,
0: yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You've really come so far just in the time I've known you yeah. and feeling more comfortable with people yeah. doing And bless your husband's heart. He's just out there promoting you. I've got one of those at home too. (laughs) I
0: know. He's like, I think you're gonna be reading this person sometime. And I was like, okay, thank you. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I'm like, let them come to me though. (laughs) Uh
1: (laughs) Miss Mariana, how is your uh, fire alarm situation going? Are you ready to chit chat for a moment? I, I hope that is not gonna sound right now.
3: So it's been okay. Um, So my apologies apologies to everybody in case you hear this huge, very loud beep. They're just checking the fire alarm in uh, the place where I live. So I've been quiet because of that reason. (laughs) (laughs) I've been allowing other people to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just going to say that this whole... um, sharing who you are with your family is basically a self acceptance journey. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, I
3: really don't think it's about them it's really about us and how you how you have felt about those abilities. Mm -hmm. And that could be determined either by, um, you know, nurture versus nature, like it, it is your environment, the way you were raised, the culture you were um, born at, all these other factors right? right and i i don't feel that there's a right or wrong i just feel that the way you wear race and the things that happen to you they they come for a reason because that way you can connect with others who maybe went through similar circumstances and then you can provide a lot of more empathy towards that um i mean i, I recently um reconnected with somebody from high school and and she was just sharing with me the way she has been feeling about um, her own abilities and the things she's been going through and how it is really about acceptance and finding also people. Right. And and so she's fascinated by our podcast. She loves it so much. Well, hello, Shana. and hello, <laughs> Savvy. And so, um, I, I that's what I believe it is because if I go back um to my childhood my mom was always my mom in general she's a very chill she's a gemini sun my mom's a gemini and she's a pisces moon so she's very intuitive very chill very like young like she you know she just and curious she doesn't have yeah, she, she's okay with it. And she knew I was struggling just to give it a name because I would just come with questions. And how I observed myself, none of that I've done a lot of like work on on that kind of aspect of myself is um, I was, when I was little, it was a very spontaneous, innocent kind of like thing, right? There's just. I mean, I didn't know better. I just knew that I could hear things and see things and just talk to things and know things. And, um, but then as the time went by, I started feeling scared because I could not find anything outside of me that could support me or just make it normal or okay. Or, you know, I think my parents, one was, my mom was probably trying to to know how to support me. And Mm -hmm. then I feel like herself also felt scared about certain things because again in Mexico there's this big culture of like ghosts and evil things and things like that. So she grew up seeing some ghosts in her in the house she 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 was brought up. So how she felt that is what how she was projecting it a little bit onto me. She didn't know what to do. She just knew what the culture was saying. And mm-hmm. then my dad was more like you know, super skeptical, right? Like yeah so every time i would say something you could just see him shutting down and just like he's a very he's an academic he's very logic logical he he's not going to to engage in that because to him is kind of ridiculous right like okay you can believe in whatever because he doesn't believe in anything so um and so i i was brought up with that kind of combination so i feel like then i got scared and i felt cursed kind of mm-hmm. and um and so i was like why am i here and why do i know these things like what is this am i supposed to say something so then i went into the route of like really trying to learn all these things and is this about energy and then i really went through like horrible situations like dangerous situations because i was just experimenting i was i was a teenager. Um, and my mom was always there. I feel like my mom really was always kind of watching over the things that I was doing. Um, but I had all that kind of like struggle. It was not an easy thing for me. It was something I wanted to escape from. So what I did is started like meditating and it was all about learning Buddhism and learning about different religions and talking about love and really talking to God because that I was allowed. And I knew that, um, the way I spoke to God, it was not through a priest or any of that. Like, I just knew I could. And I just always felt that that closeness with that energy. And that is kind of what always stay with me. And because that is okay. And my grandma was talking about God and the angels and the this and the saints and the, that and and she was a very modern Catholic, I always say. So she never pushed me or forced me or anything. Mm-hmm. um so i had a really good relationship with my faith and i think that was kind of my bridge to everything else so all my like spiritual awakenings and my my journey was my life has always been like spiritual journey since i can remember i have been mean, like consciously i was telling emily once that i would be um in the car my like they were driving us to school and i would just have this information and downloads of like yeah this lifetime i'm here to not judge people because i did that last lifetime and so i'm here to see everybody's points of view and like i would just receive things like that and i would just keep that to myself because i kind of a kind of cuckoo yeah. i mean i was 14 probably you know and then uh, yeah you know like i know that last last life i was a man so but i was like what is this what is this like where is this coming from and why do i feel this way so a part of me kind of, I could not escape from it, but um, I didn't know how to guide it either. And I didn't know where it was coming from. So it was very scary for me, but I knew that faith, God, meditating, clearing my mind was very safe. So That's what I, how I developed for many, many, many years. And all this part of like the emotional intelligence, I knew it was very intuitive, I was, used to call it, because I would know how people feel and I would, because I was so sensitive, I would just shut it down. So I really shut down my um, clarity Sentience because it was too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I could just hear, like Paige was saying, I could hear stories of people in my ears. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, like, why is this coming from? And, I, but I always kind of stay kind of like, what about if it's true? You know? And what about if I could ask this person, like, do you have three children and blah 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 and anything that it was coming through and I I also felt I was being disrespectful I remember this so I'm like Mariana don't go don't go look like don't 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 you don't need, you don't want to because then I would feel that it would come to me as it was just this whole psychological thing going on um and it was almost like I struggled with it but a part of me also felt really curious my Gemini racing like. Hmm. So I, I was always kind of learning and trying to read books about it, but not too edgy, not too edgy, right? Like mediums, what not right. so at all was something that I would just call into my, you know, my radius or, or even psychic is like, no, because to me that was had a negative connotation. So I no, <laughs> like the charlatan kind of go, going right. back to our previous episode, like that was kind of the idea. So I would not go there. Um, And so when finally with all this, I remember being pregnant and really having this wish, that was 2016, of accepting everything about me. I'm like, that has been my journey. I've always been in like, okay, I know I have have a vision. I've always had a vision of things coming up in my life. So there was a vision of a lot of embracing more of me. And knowing that there was part of where I was ready to do and and I was so scared you have no idea like I was so scared like terrified <laughs> like it was just like oh my gosh no like okay it has to happen I know it has to happen, but I don't really want to do it, but oh my God like this kind of thing. Um, <laughs> It, when like you're going through when you know you're going through a hard passion and, and life is just letting you know that you know it's going to be tough and or you're going to have to accept this part and you don't want to let this go and you're like oh my god no, no no not that lesson right now you can always say no people bring it to me later but then i think i have said no so many times to this part of me that i was like okay bring it on like I'm um, yes i'm gonna do it just bring me with as much grace as possible Possible, the people, the scenarios, the, the all the circumstances, so I can learn this, right. and be able to share it with neutrality, transparency, respect, and integrity to my family and my children, and um, that was kind of my goal. And then I, when I kind of I accepted, I was like, okay, I say yes. I always feel like okay I can get pregnant now okay boom and I get pregnant so like that kind of okay say yes to this psychic stuff and then I met Danielle like (laughs) like in the most random thing Danielle she rang and then we became friends and then I did I started doing her like groups she was teaching little groups at her house and I just felt really safe and comfortable and I knew cause I've always had like male guides before or mentors mm-hmm. that I would I was gonna have female mentors now, so I knew I was kind of on the right track, and that it was it was time for me to not feel alone anymore in this kind of um channeling that I was always having and now that I think back all these kind of I would move in the room and I would have so many downloads mm-hmm. um but I was scared of it. That's what I mean. Like, I always felt scared. So after that, I met you ladies, which was the best thing that could ever happen to me. And then, you know. <laughs> uh, Because I felt, uh, I felt that I belonged somewhere in this part of myself. It is, I think the most amazing thing that can happen to somebody in any a scenario and anything you're going through that it feels scary is to share with somebody else uh and that was very healing for me and the practice readings all the practice readings and me going oh my gosh now I have actually the opportunity I'm allowed I have permission to tell people what is coming through right. <gasps> and it's actually true <laughs> it's like so cool right right and then, mm-hmm. and then my husband was like but how do you know i'm like i don't know i just know yeah. right and she's like that's amazing babe i'm like i know <laughs> and then I thought, I thought oh my gosh but there must be a price of course my, my fear-based capitalism there must be a price for those because this is not correct and this is not right mariana and then um i worked a lot through all those fears right like there must be something evil there must be something wrong there must be you know something i had to work through a lot of that like physically mentally emotionally just push and relax my nervous system and make it okay and i did a lot of healing work with many people on that that allowed me to fill myself in with love because what happens when we're in lower vibration of fear we attract more of that right yeah so i was still open i was still open and and I have a few beautiful blessings uh, in my life, like my godfather and my godmother, which are both like my, my aunt and my uncle. Um, they are very spiritual people. And so I, I've i had them since I was little. So when I actually told them this this, they were the biggest kind of guides. They have always been there in different ways. And I find that that was a blessing, like immediately, <laughs> because they knew certain things like Akashic records, astrology, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, just just parasite kind of cleaning yourself from things and um, shamanism. A lot of these things, and so I could go safely and speak about these things and my fears and have somebody to understand me. And so when I went into all this, I, I shared with them and they just said, well, just be careful. And, you know, like we're here. And I felt I also felt less alone um, in that area. But anyways, um, it was super cool. I think that when I was able to realize that I could do these things and I wasn't alone, it became a different journey for me. And just clearing all my fears. Um it's just a process if you have been if you were raised up in a culture where there's a lot of that in regard to what you're believing you you are you're borrowing all this stuff right like you are is it's, it's inevitable so you have to clear it it's just the way it is and once you you are more free of that then you become more yourself and then your vibration goes up so when people in mexico to, come and tell me things like um talk about ghosts in a certain way or certain things that I used to believe in the past I say that that's an old version right I am not I I don't believe that that's not my reality anymore I I have like really cleared up and cleaned up so much and it's possible for anybody so when I don't really want to be in that vibration I simply don't I just I just invite them to something new or just say that's not part of my reality so we can talk about something
1: else that's well, what and I you developed it. in your marriage. So what did your in-laws think as... My gosh.
3: <laughs> my, I don't know. if my, my husband, he is a scientist. But he is the kindest man. And he, he kind of, I think like he loves this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so he's fascinated by the unknown and and you know mm-hmm. I mean he's seen through me that it actually is true. So that to me is the most important thing. I have never said this to my in-laws. When I came out on my uh, the spiritual closet in my in my page, I knew that they were they were going to learn about this. I know Joe tells them that I have clients and I do certain things and he always asks me, "Can I share this or like he's also at work. Can I, can I tell this person at work what you do and this and that? And sometimes I say no. And sometimes I say, yeah, you can. It's okay, babe. Like you can share. Um, But we have never had, because this was a pandemic. No, mm-hmm. so yeah. they have never said anything to me. I haven't seen them ever since. Um, Because we haven't gone to the Netherlands. And, mm-hmm. and my parents, you know, my dad is like, yeah, he almost, I feel like my dad is like, like, maybe she's gonna grow out of that kind of thing. But I mean, I don't really
1: talk about it with
3: him so much because.
1: You feel energetically too, that the support maybe isn't there in the same yeah, way. Yeah,
3: not, not that way. And I, I understand and I say, well, these are my beliefs and now I don't feel afraid to like hide them or I don't need to hide them. I'm not afraid of your, of somebody's opinion, but I also don't need to waste my energy there. Right. And my mom is fascinated. All her friends are listening to our podcast, and you know, it's, yeah. it's another story. My brother, kind of, he's okay. He's neutral. He doesn't care. But I feel like once I accepted it and I put it out there on on um, social media that this is who I am, and it was also in a different process that I entered. Of I didn't know what people were going to say. I didn't know if people were gonna, were going to delete themselves. I had no clue. But I I just kept growing stronger and more clear in who I was so I'm like I accept this part of me and I know that with certain people neighbors I was like oh my gosh like they're following me and now they know and you know <laughs> in town there's a little town so I'm like oh my gosh and yeah <laughs> and I knew with certain people I could not even talk about that because they don't believe in that so why would I I don't need to convince them no right. and the others would come be and be curious and ask me questions or say nothing you know but it was more about I feel completely me in my journey I love that.
1: Thank you Thank for you sharing. sharing. I feel like <laughs> I say, no, I no fire alarm.
0: Yay. I know. I know. Exciting. I feel like the more we love love ourselves, the more we don't really care what other people think anymore, and um, or we don't judge our like. I think we ha- it is a lot about self judgment and what we think other people think and not what they're really thinking. So we really, the more we can accept ourselves, the more we love ourselves, the more we say, this is who we are and we're not ashamed of it. I think it, it, um, relaxes the whole, the whole.
1: There's so worry. much here, right. About yeah. the unknown, the fear of how right. the worst case scenario, the way that someone could right. react or the worst case scenario, of what they might say.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. That
1: keeps us small.
0: What do you what do you, what about you, Emily? How was your your life? How's your life going with talking about <laughs>
1: how's life? How's- <laughs> how long how much <laughs> longer do we have left? No. Um so I was a sensitive kid in that I was physically sensitive. Everything about my body has been sensitive as forever skin sight smell i remember getting snow blind as a kid in like first grade and being blind in the hallway and you know these really kind of just i was sensitive i was i had a hard time with my stomach i've had a hard time um car sick kids i could go to someone's house and just be completely overwhelmed and kind of shut down and not even necessarily know why so i my household was pretty open my mom has always been um, spiritually curious we her sister lived in California and was seamstress and ironically her office was right next door to Sylvia Brown and so we knew her she um gifted my grandmother all of her books signed and so you know it, it was around me but we didn't particularly go to church so to speak maybe once in a while at Christmas time um I would go to Friday school just because it was a there were 20 classmates in like all of town, and we had to hang out together. So that's what we did. Um, But I don't know that I gravitated towards that in any way. But I remember being very young, this was probably seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there standing in the playground, and looking at my surroundings and being able to kind of pull back out of my body and say, this is this is this lifetime. This is this experience. This is what's happening around me right now. And having that detached moment of, I'm here, but I'm not here. What's real? It's not. It was, I, I just remember being able to do that, and I could kind of do it even just sitting in the back seat of the car as a little kid, just detached from reality from a moment. Um, I the town I grew up in was very Victorian, and so ghosts were, of course, everywhere. Because I think the only ghosts that ever existed are Victorian, right? <laughs> we don't have many like britney spears ghosts wandering around they all seem to be in long gowns um that's another episode (laughs) but we always talked about ghosts it was part you know the store next to my dad's shop was on you know sightings on tv and there were always noises and scratches and things That go bump in the night right and I remember being scared as a kid going up and down the stairs, because I knew someone was watching me. Um, profound dreams that sort of thing so Okay, then you get to middle school and you think. You still want to do the things that interest you, but then there's that social stigma that comes with it, and so I had animal cards medicine cards and I would pull them in my room and you would kind of try to. Tell your friend yeah i like drew the porcupine card this weekend and they're looking at you like you have a third head (laughs) so you just sort of stop talking about it right and i think that's more than anything what happened to me i just stopped talking about it and sort of put it away as childish um but i was always interested right dolphins whale songs i remember i was the weird kid listening to shadow facts on like the holiday school trip to chicago when i was 14, like everybody else was listening to probably, I don't know, MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice. And I was like, (laughs) have you listened? Have you rocked out to Shadow Facts? Like this album? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, okay, flash forward to when I sort of decide there's more to this. And for me, it did come about medically, it was dealing with anxiety, and in some ways, depression, which is how this inevitably, I think, manifests for those of us who don't pay attention to it Um, going to the grocery store and feeling completely overwhelmed and not understanding why it's still one of my triggers for other reasons but um (laughs) there are moments points in your life moments in your life where you have to pay attention to what's really going on and once i started just down the curiosity i remember finding a pdf online i think it was amanda lynette minder had a ebook that you could purchase. So you think you're a medium. And I remember purchasing it and reading it on my iPad, like in bed, at like one o'clock in the morning, like check, check. Oh my God, check. And realizing that other people felt these things and this was normal. And that for me started sort of my reawakening. So I remember sharing some of these things with my husband and just a few friends. But again, you can kind of feel out who's going to be open to it and who's not. And as an intuitive right we know that and so you can test the waters once in a while Um, and i think more friends knew before my family um and i remember this day so clearly i was at a coffee drive up place and you know they always want to chit chat with you while you're like waiting for your caffeine hit and where are you going what are you doing where's your job and i just remember saying you know what screw it i'm a medium and having the most profound conversation with the barista <laughs> Wait for my cup of coffee. But at the same time, it was this moment of allowing myself the freedom to express it, even if it was a total stranger that I may never see or cross paths with again. It was allowing my truth to be heard and those first baby steps and I always encourage anyone um, I help mentor, anything in coming out of the spiritual closet and into your intuition is to find those safe spaces where you can express it Um, because then you become comfortable, right? It's that letting down of the fear that in so many ways is imagined or is this preconceived notion of how others are going to react. And then when you get the opposite response, Paige, like when they're like, oh my God, that's so cool. I know. Then you're like, okay, I can do this again. Right. Right. And that has been really freeing for me. I am a lot more comfortable in, in speaking my truth now. I did come across a barista not too long ago because I still use that line all the time. And he was like, what is that thing? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, haven't you watched Netflix in like the last two years? Are you kidding me? Exactly. <laughs> Get up with the program. Yeah. Get, catch up, buddy. I got like three podcasts. Get on. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also know to my husband has been one of my biggest supporters I remember him coming home from the gym and just being giddy because he had a client for me he was like I've got someone for you and that's all I'm gonna tell you because <laughs> he knew I didn't want any details or anything right. to do it. Right. so he kind of gets a kick out of telling people I think even more so than I do kind of I agree Paige it's like they think it's so cool and Right. And we're like, oh,
0: good, we can be ourselves and we can talk yeah. about this stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Right. right. I do this to myself for so long and just <laughs> hide and hide and hide, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. I think there are family members that are more comfortable with my story than not. My mom loves it. Um, my dad, that could be an entire episode in and of itself. Um, <laughs> he's open to it. He's on his own journey. We'll just leave it with that. Yeah, I wish I had had (laughs) more time.
0: I read him. (laughs) (laughs) He's a very sweet man. He is. Yeah, he is.
1: Help me, who I am.
0: Yes. Um,
1: you know, my grandmother grew up in in Duluth and in the north, and I think there. I remember her them telling stories about having their tea leaves read before they left to come to the United States, and so I think she was a lot more open then maybe I gave her credit to talk about. But yeah, that's me in a nutshell, I I think for anyone looking to come out, use your intuition as to who you you know, who's going to be open, you know, if there's a hard no in your life, and you can avoid that. But if there's someone that you're every time you see them, you think, God, I I wish I could just say something to them. Just
2: Mm -hmm. try it. Mm -hmm. Just try it. I Um, like the barista move. Like, honestly, (laughs) Like, seriously, <laughs> I never even thought of that. I think. The yeah. yeah, seriously, go and like use that and say it yeah. to somebody that you don't even know that you're never going to see again and yeah, see what they
0: do. That's perfect, actually. It would, it like gives you permission to like break the ice and then see what happens. Like, so go yeah. not maybe into a place where you go every day, but go like right. venture out of your town a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe other you know, side of town. You don't go to and be like, hey, and just like start puttering around and talking to the people that work there and just be like, <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I'm a medium, so I'm looking for this or something like that. Or just see if it comes up in conversation and see how you feel afterwards. How do you feel? It gives you like permission to like just experiment, see what people think.
1: Run your flag just a little bit up the yeah. flag. <laughs> <laughs> a freak right. flag. Right. Just Pull for a moment. <laughs> yeah. And two, anything you can do, and especially now that you know pandemic has lifted and we have more flexibility to meet locally within groups, find your people, find your tribe. Yeah, Uh, that will change your world and change your outlook and give you the support just like my sisters here have. Mm -hmm. I think we've all supported each other through our ups and downs and realize too that your journey as you go is yours. It's not your parents. It's not your cousins. It's not your aunts and uncles. It's yours. And they don't have to know every aspect. They don't have to understand every aspect. But if you can have Grace with them, allow them to have grace in return for you. And they don't have to understand the journey, but mm-hmm. yeah. Find your people that do
2: support your journey, lean in where you can. And, it's okay to have people that don't as well. Like yeah. you can still have your group of friends that don't really know anything about it. And that's okay. Cause that's just not their thing, but you right, still yeah. go and you play sports with them or you do <laughs> other things. You hike with them, you do other things with them. And then you have, you know, we're multiple people in one really like we have lots yeah. of different identities so it's yeah. okay and those things those other people actually enhance you being your true self in other ways as well right like you can't always yes. be on and you're not always going to be talking about it that's not healthy either right,
1: <laughs> right? like remember to live your muggle life once in a while. yeah we're all yeah. happy-
0: or multifaceted, you know, yeah. like I have a bunch of hats that I switch on and off all the time. <laughs> I want to really like blend them all, but it's, it's hard, like, you know, go to a soccer game and watch your kids play soccer. Then you're going to do a reading and then you're going, then I'm going to do work at the bird store know, we'll balance the <laughs> and checkbooks, doing and, do payroll. A <laughs> session and making art. So I do yeah. a lot of different things. And I feel like everyone's not just one thing or one way. Mm -hmm. We all, we all are, you know, in a partnership usually, or we have children, or we're taking care of a loved one, or we have animals, we have businesses and jobs that might not, we might not be intuitive in our work, uh, per se, like a job, like, or a medium and doing readings, but we're all, uh, you know, we all have this intuition, we all have these abilities. Um, It's, it's very normal, it actually should be, encouraged because Mm -hmm. um, it brings a lot of inner peace. I know for me, the more I've developed, the more I've actually um, really fell back in love with who I was, who I am and, and like, oh, I'm actually Um, it makes me feel whole being able to express Mm -hmm. myself this way um, and not to hide it. So the more I'm sharing it, it like, like Emily says, it kind of open and Marianne, it like opens a space that was before maybe held with fear. It kind of releases that energetically, and then you can fill it up with some more good things, some more exciting things, some more love and kindness. And it's, yeah, it's- And
3: also you stop needing- people to accept who you are
0: right about
3: you so if you find evidence of this part of your life and you find your tribe or communities or classes or whatever where this part of you makes sense is like anything is like a sport or a cooking class or anything that is important to you right um then you need the less of the other parts of you or there are people around you to be participants and accept what you do you, you right. need it less because you're doing it yourself that's why it's important to find that evidence in that community because you need to share right like we're social beings we need to share and connect um and there's a healing process in that sharing and in that like self-actualizing of, of that part of ourselves that we we didn't develop as much or we didn't feel we had to pay attention or we were afraid whatever that is like if it's coming to you like anything
1: uh, give it a go <laughs> go buy yourself a cup of coffee it, 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 on the other side of the, table. A clap. A clap. Talk to the
2: barista Talk yeah. to the person. i'm not even the afraid
1: of that
3: emily i'm going to challenge myself yeah. and i'm going to say yeah i'm actually um uh, healer, i'm a medium i'm like if you want to know
1: i know no yeah you're yeah. not I was like where are you off to today people. what are you doing don't
2: cold read people. To people don't <laughs> cold read people That's that what we're saying okay. right
1: i do not encourage reading the barista
2: no Just no letting them know it's what your, your
1: calendar is you <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah this
0: totally. is fun thank you guys for sharing your stories I know it's important yeah. I want to say to to encourage people to take a class or like to find a mm-hmm. circle or if there's a metaphysical shop because there's a lot of you know woo-woos that go in and out of there Crystal <laughs> <Just laughs> the lovers or nature stores or whatever something that kind of um welcomes inner peace I think um people are more open to hearing about it and maybe you'll find a
1: circle or a class um like Arthur Finley's school or the journey within or I'm gonna go to the bookstore and hang out in the metaphysical aisle see who else comes down
0: Yeah, I mean, um, just give yourself a little opportunity to maybe, you know, find some more people like you. And then once you find like minds, it's very, very encouraging. And you learn a lot from other people's stories as well, and encouragement to keep going.
1: Mm -hmm. Good luck, everyone. Don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions or comments about this episode or any of the others. We love, love, love hearing from you. And we read each and every one of your messages. And yeah, we look forward to seeing you next time on the next episode. Thank you for
2: listening. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.